Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Tonight, here at Rogers Place, Stuart Skinner against Elvis Merzlichkin's in goal. Oilers now brought to you by World of Spas. Aching after a long day, World of Spas offers stubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas. Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. We had Oilers game day trivia for Pro-Am Sports before the Barry. Fan cave and fan gear specialists, all budgets. Uh, all correct answers entered to win a Mark Messi 11 by 14 autographed and framed Oilers photo. Check out ProMSports.ca. Visit them at the store at 127 St. Albert Trail in Edmonton. And the question was, name the current member of the Columbus Blue Jackets who was drafted 8th overall by the Chicago Blackhawks two picks before Evan Bouchard. In the 2018 NHL draft, the correct answer is Adam Boquist. Congratulations to Mike for that. As uh, we head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino hotline, Mike got the correct answer. The River Cree Resort and Casino open 24-7, 365. River Cree Resort and Casino Excitement. Ben, we welcome back to the show former NHL player, GM, and agent Brian Lawton for Wow Factor Desserts. Every new year deserves a touch of handmade sweetness. Visit wowfactordesserts.com today and let the indulgence begin. Hello, Brian. How you doing? Doing well, Bob. How are you? Uh, not bad. Not bad. I... Uh, I had the trivia question out there. Boquist playing for the Blue Jackets, and obviously Evan Bouchard's taken a quantum step forward here really since Edmonton moved out Tyson Berry. And it's funny, I earlier in the day I put a tweet out on Broberg and said he's playing great in the minors, and I got him on the orders. I got him in the NHL next season. Everybody's like, oh, you're trying to sell this. You know, Bro, you, know, you get a couple of those guys. I'm like, no, Broberg's playing terrific on the farm. But in terms of Boquist and Bouchard, I know I had – three or four people uh, that I talked to that said Bouchard all day was going to go over Boquist in that draft. Were you surprised Chicago took Boquist eighth that year, Brian? I was. I was. I mean, there was only really one knock on Evan that hurt him slightly in that draft, and that was just that he played so much in junior that sometimes his play was misinterpreted as not 100%. And that just wasn't the case. I mean, I had guys that were in there. I watched games where I swear he played high 30s for minutes. That can happen in junior, not necessarily with the way the game has played in the NHL. I would actually say it probably took Evan a little bit of time to reset his sights, clean up some body language type issues, and get down to playing harder every shift than he was accustomed to. But that really was no fault of his own. That's just the situation he was in, and I do feel like that hurt him his draft year. And ironically, as you know, Boquist ended up at London, and they didn't even play him on defense. He played Rover. Like, And London's always been an offensive junior team. Uh, but just kind of the way it worked out, you know, a lot of, oh, look at Boquist, 10 goals in the playoffs. I'm like, yeah, because he never defends. <laughs> Bouchard's the one they're asking to defend there. It was, it was, and they're both right shots as well. They were both on the power play. There is another former London Knight I want to ask you about, and I know you sent me a text, and I'd like you to educate our listeners on your perspective of the Edmonton Oilers getting Corey Perry, uh, winning the Corey Perry sweepstakes, because we know there's multiple teams that were looking at him. What are your thoughts on uh, Perry coming to Edmonton to close out this season? I honestly cannot say I'm surprised if you had asked me immediately after everything went down in Chicago, notwithstanding that, you know, he's had to do a lot of work. He's talked about that to get back to where he is. 
My first thought when I heard it was that he'll be playing for Edmonton by the end of the year. I'm not necessarily surprised, and yet I have to compliment Ken Holland and the rest of his staff for getting it done because there were a lot of other teams that really wanted him. And that team was certainly picking up uh, recently as more time has gone by. Now, why Edmonton? Why did I think that? I just think having a Connor McDavid, a Leon Dreisaitl, particularly for forwards, two centers that are elite, two opportunities for places you know you're going to get some shifts, is pure gold. Uh, I think that Edmonton is breaking barriers in terms of, you know, by virtue of how they've played with players wanting to go and play there. These are changes from the past, but uh, this is not your grandfather's Edmonton Oilers. This is a team that is very enticing to be a part of, particularly for anybody who's maybe on an expiring contract going to be a UFA. It's a chance to really show what you got and to do it in the best possible light. Don't get me wrong. I don't think that Corey Perry is going to play necessarily in a top six role every night, but just having a chance to play with some of the star players in Edmonton is very, very enticing. And when you talk to agents and players around the National Hockey League, that is very firmly out there. Well, you were an agent for a number of years. You started off at Gone. That's the agency that's got Rick Vallette that handles Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and uh, is it Mike Leot that uh, takes care of Leon Dreisaitl from Octagon? Mike Leut and Andy Scott work with Leon Dreisaitl. Miko Rantanen, of course, is another client for them, as is Patrick Laine. They've got lots of guys around the National Hockey League. They do a great job. Um, Ryan Nugent Hopkins is a guy that I think fans probably know this, but is a guy that I think early on was really resounded to wanting to play his entire career with the Edmonton Oilers. So uh, that gives a little bit of insight as to what happened with his contract and how he ended up back in Edmonton when he was staring at impending UFA status. So these are not your grandparents' Edmonton Oilers. Uh, you And where I'm going to go with this is, and I know you've told the story, I remember getting a call from the Oilers. I was at the uh, at 1260 at the time. I was not working for... You know, Rexall Sports or the Oilers Entertainment Group, and they called and said, "You got to come down and see our. Uh, we've done a like a presentation video about Edmonton." And I was like, "What? Yeah, we're gonna send it out to all the free agents." And I'm like, "Huh?" And I know you. Call, I was kind of like, "Okay, well, I'm, you know, I'm thinking to myself, I get what you're doing here, but I'm from Edmonton. I'm the easiest guy in the world to sell." But I, I remember you, we had a, we had a glass of wine one time talking about it. You're like, "Wow, right?" Because they reached out, they said it. What, what was the deal there? Uh, the deal was that that was a fantastic idea. Okay. There was nothing wrong with that. The world was going more digital. The problem was the execution was not great. Okay. It just it just didn't showcase Edmonton and the greatness that it had to offer back then. Um, you know, there were a couple of visuals. People make up their minds very quickly. The first scene was essentially an oil rig, you know, pumping oil. Probably makes sense on the surface, but, you know, when people are making up their mind very quickly on things in the world today, you don't want to start off with that image. Um, so I commend them for the idea. 
I just didn't think the execution was great. All right. So uh, the, the the reality of the situation is they have McDavid and Drysaddle. You specifically spoke of forwards. And to that point, if you have a distressed asset, Vander Kane was a distressed asset. Um, you know, Corey Perry is looking to jump. I don't know if Corey plans on playing beyond this year. He's 38, but he might. But if you were, if you're back in the agency business and you have a distressed asset, where do you have a chance to hit the home run? And when you got McDavid and Drysaddle, you got a chance to hit the home run, don't you? Yeah, you do. I mean, it obviously worked well for Evander Kane. His situation was up in the air when he left San Jose, the way that he left. So, and that was due to a dispute of some different rules and how they were interpreted. But in the end. You know, he picked a spot where he felt like he could show his talents. He did that. He's on a new contract, and everything has worked out well from there from his perspective. Uh, there's lots of other players that find themselves in similar scenarios every year. Edmonton is in the catbird seat as far as I'm concerned in making sure that they're at the top of a lot of players' lists. That's just the difference from the past. I think Ken Holland's done a really good job of exploiting that, quite frankly, and that's why I said – early on in this conversation that Corey Perry would end up as an Edmonton Oiler almost the minute I heard that from Chicago. And what's really fortuitous for Edmonton is that they were able to redo his contract down from that $4 million yes. AAV he was on on a one-year deal. Yeah. And that really opened up a lot of things for him. Funny how things work out. Yeah, absolutely. By the way, he said yesterday in the media availability, uh, not in our separate one-on-one interview with him, uh, that uh, he had no comment as to whether or not he'd appeal uh, that contract uh, basically being terminated. So keep that in mind. I, I sort of thought it was a mutual termination, but I digress. So the question I had, uh, I brought up a couple. Holloway has come. You know I'm very bullish on both Holloway and Broberg. And I know a lot of fans are like, come on, Bob, it's been five years for Broberg. Well, uh, when when Broberg got drafted, the Edmonton Oilers on the left side uh, did not, you know, they had Clefbaum and they had Nurse, uh, but they didn't have Ekholm and they didn't have Kulak. And so now they have Nurse, Ekholm, and Kulak. Something might have to give at some point. How aggressive should Ken Holland be here? Like, would you trade? Would you see? To me, Brian, I would trade any, any everything and anything that's younger in terms of prospected picks, with the exception of Holloway and Broberg, because I think they need them on the team next year at the price point, and I, I think they've sort of, you know, they're going to matriculate themselves into being important players for the orders in the future. But doesn't that's my opinion? What about you? Uh, my opinion is that you haven't really had an opportunity for either one of these players to really show what they can do. In Broberg's case, it's just early for a defenseman. It's a little bit different than a forward. I always feel like you can get more to the point with a forward quicker, but they just take longer. For that reason, for what Broberg does bring, you better be darn certain he's not going to work out for you before you trade him. And there are, there are quite a few people that are talking about him in the minors as one of those guys that literally, and I heard this the other day, could be like a Sandine going from Toronto to Washington, where he just never really, he was on the team, played some minutes, never got to the role he should, never got any wind in his sails, gets traded, and immediately he's playing top four minutes. That is how people are looking at Broberg. So does that mean you can't trade him or shouldn't trade him? No, it just means you better get a really strong return if you go down that road. 
because you're probably giving up a guy that's going to end up in somebody else's top four, and he's going to do that for at least two or three years at a very reasonable number. That's exactly what you're trying to duplicate when you go out in the market. So you better get a short bet if you make a move. Better be somebody that can fill that role for a number of years, and that's not easy to do right now in the trade market. We're joined by Brian Lawton, who uh, is kind enough to join us every Tuesday for Wild Factor Desserts. Every new year deserves a touch of handmade sweetness. Visit wildfactordesserts.com today and let the indulgence begin. I'm going to put you on the spot here, Brian. Final question, and it pertains to the Calgary Flames. So they got a guy, Elias Lindholm. He's a hell of a player. I mean, unbelievable numbers a couple of years ago. 40 goals, 80 points, plus 60, whatever it was. He's really good in the face-off circle. He can kill penalties. He's a strong two-way player. What would the cost be for the Flames to eat half of his remaining salaries? Only $4.85 million, so he'd be making like $2.4. How, much, how, many, how many assets are we talking? You'd have to give up for a rental free. Perspective: They're looking for a first rounder for sure, and a good prospect. I don't think they'll get that for him in the end, but that's really, really what they're looking for. Really, I just don't um, believe it or not. I got a lot of people asking about Backlund. That's the name that's been buzzing out there a little bit. He's already signed next year for another year. Another two. So years. there's some work that would have to be. Yeah. Yes, correct. So there's a little work that would have to happen there, but. Um, Calgary's roster is one that intrigues a lot of people. Calgary's not out of it by any stretch. They're hanging around the playoff spot. I don't believe they're going to make it. I do believe they're sellers. There's a lot of people that are taking notice of that. Looking at Hannafin, Hannaf, even Markstern's name has come up. Uh, people seem to think it's going to be wide open with the Calgary Flames. That's yet to be determined. But Lindholm, for sure, is a guy that will have interest. I just I have not talked to anybody that appears to be willing to trade a grade A prospect and a first rounder for him. Yeah, as a and part of the issue, obviously, is you're looking at a rental. I'm saying a rental where they would eat half of the salary. He is a right shot center with a 40 goal, 80 point plus 62 two seasons ago. He had an unbelievable year, dominant, real good faceoff guy. Brian, love having you on the show. Thank you for joining us here in Oilers now. My pleasure, Bob. Just heading into the wild against the Capitals game. Well, enjoy that. There you go. It's 520 in Edmonton. We'll take a quick timeout. You're listening to Oilers Now live from Rogers Place. We head off to this day in Oilers history. It is presented by New West Travel. Join an exclusive four-night roadie into Dallas to see the Oilers play the Stars in April. Reach us at newwesttravel.com. Here's Brendan Escott. 1986, the Oilers blowing a 3 to nothing first period lead, fall behind 6-4, to four, but then rally to beat the Devils 7-6 to six in overtime. Wayne Gretzky scored the winner, had three assists as well. That's hockey. The Oilers Now Prospect Report brought to you all season long by Reface Magic. Save money on your kitchen renovation. Don't replace Reface. You know who's gone a little bit quiet here of late is Raphael Lavoie, but he does have a total of 11 goals, 19 points in 26 games this season in Bigsfield. Broberg playing very well, plus 13 in 21 games played with the uh, Condors. And you can always text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, and every day we enter a text for the text of the week draw, where winners receive three months of car washes at my favorite car wash. Great white car wash, 100 
169th Street. Stay tuned for your weekly winner every Friday. We will tell you that tomorrow for Abe's Door Service, Elliot Friedman from the Oilers Radio Network for Montorio Homes, developing customized homes perfectly built to your lifestyle. Visit Montorio.ca. We'll have Rob Brown on the show and John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Reed Wilkins has the City Ford Face-Off show up next after a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn. And I will rejoin you at 6.05. So long, everybody. Until then.